Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Elizabeth, and I'm a certified health and life coach located in Southern Colorado. Before we dive into today's topic, I'm going to be touching on my appreciation slash insight for this week. So this weekend was Easter. I wish all of you who celebrated a happy Easter. I hope you had a great weekend. I was able to go and celebrate it with my family. Last year, I was not able to. And I don't know. It was just a weird experience, you know, just being amongst people and actually celebrating a holiday. This is the first holiday I've celebrated with my family, you know, the entire pandemic. And it was just a very strange encounter, you know, going from seeing no one (laughs) besides my roommate and my coworkers and my parents and everything to seeing my extended family. It was just a very odd experience. And I feel like more people are becoming more comfortable now that the vaccine is out. But I do encourage all of you to still wear your masks. I, for one, am still wearing a mask because One, I work in a hospital setting, so it's kind of mandatory, but also for me personally, I can only speak for myself, but I feel much more comfortable with the mask as opposed to not. Just simply because we're not out of the woods yet, the vaccine, not everyone has gotten it, and you know, some people choose not to get it. So it's Again, a personal choice, but whatever makes you comfortable, do what makes you feel comfortable, makes you feel healthy and at ease. I encourage everyone to do what they feel is best in their best interest. So as you can tell by the title of this episode, we are going to be addressing what's next in food, the latest food trends of 2021. I did a YouTube video about this on my channel, Eliza King. Go check it out. I mainly do vlogs and makeup tutorials. But when I first started out as a health and life coach, I did not have a podcast yet. And I used the platform YouTube to do kind of commentary on just everything health and wellness related. So last year I did a what's next in food for 2020 as predicted by the YouTube channel Mashed. For this particular episode, I also went through the YouTube channel Mashed to see what they predict will be next in food for 2021. I did not wish to touch on every single topic that they addressed during their video. So if you want to see the rest of the food trends of 2021, I will have the link in the description box for you. And currently it is 7.30 at night. I'm sipping on some iced chai tea latte that I made here at home myself. And I'm not going to lie, it is pretty darn good. I made it with uh, the Tazo brand uh, carton of chai tea. And I just plopped like four ice cubes in here. I'm drinking out of my Friday the 13th Camp Crystal Lake mug. And I just poured in some plain Chobani oat milk and I think it tastes pretty good not to toot my own horn you know but mm, I like it (laughs) so let's just dive right on in the first food topic we're going to be addressing is alternative cooking oils so this includes 
walnut seed oil, pumpkin seed oil, and also olive oil. Olive oil is already very popular. It's one of the top selling oils out there, but it is said to be growing in popularity due to its components of amalyalids. I hope I'm saying that right. Amalyalids, <laughs> which has an anti-inflammatory and anti-hypotensive properties, along with tyrosol, which protects against neurodegenerative diseases. Now, a lot of people are not familiar with walnut seed oil, which has multiple health benefits. So it's good for the skin, helps lower your blood pressure and improves cholesterol levels and potentially it is anti it has anti-cancer effects. Now with pumpkin seed oil, it has positive effects on the skin, heart and prostate. Research suggests it could ward off depression, but further research does need to be conducted in order to affirm the studies. Another trend said to be going viral in 2021 is upcycled food. So in 2019, Forbes reported that the upcycled food industry was worth $46.7 billion. That's billion with a B, by the way. So needless to say, it has been on the rise. The Upcycled Food Association defines upcycled as using ingredients that otherwise would have would not have gone towards human consumption or procured and produced using verified supply chains and have a positive impact on the environment. Although not many products found in grocery stores are upcycled, it is on the rise. I recently saw a Hulu advertisement for this one company called uh, Misfits Market, and I believe that they are one of those upcycled foods because they take the foods from the grocery store, the foods that the grocery store does not want that are misshapen. Some of them have bruises on them. They are either too small or too large. They don't fit the perfect criteria for what the grocery store deems as appropriate produce to sell. So what this particular company does is it takes those fruits and vegetables and it's, it actually like sells them to people through a subscription box. And I want to do even more research and deep dive into this company because I'm very intrigued. I actually found a coupon code. I will have it linked in the description box down below as well for Misfit Market. And the coupon code is good for $10 off. So it actually depends on your area. It They don't deliver all across the United States, they do deliver here in Colorado, but it's mainly sourced on the East Coast. So states like California, Washington, and Arizona are particular areas that will not be seeing Misfit Market thus far. But hopefully that is soon to change if they grow in popularity. So I will get my first box for $17 and you can skip weeks. I selected bi-weekly, so every other week I will be charged $27. It is $22 for the box itself and $5.50 for delivery to my particular area. The delivery fee varies, I guess, by area. This is not sponsored, by the way, at all. Although, Misfit Market, if you are interested in sponsoring me, you know, I'm not going to be mad at it, you know, because... They actually really want to reduce 
food waste. Plus, they really believe in recycling, so they want to reduce plastic waste as well. Another food trend said to be huge this year is hard kombucha. Now, I personally love kombucha, and I am very excited to be trying this. I have never even heard of hard kombucha until seeing this mashed video. And this particular product hit the ground running in 2020, but insiders have projected that in 2021, hard kombucha is going to be one of the biggest food trends. Hard kombucha has such potential to the point where beer brewers are worried about their overall marketing and appeal because kombucha on its own is already very popular, but once they add alcohol into it, I do personally believe that the sales will drastically go up compared to beer, wine, and other alcohol, especially amongst millennials. So it's no secret that plant-based meat has been very popular. A lot of fast food giants are embracing the plant-based meats, including Burger King, Carl's Jr. And now recently it is said that McDonald's is going to be developing their own special plant-based burger for everyone who is vegan and vegetarian who actually want to have that option. So according to a 2019 study by The Guardian, 60% of the meat consumed by humans in the year 2040 will be plant-based. This is partially thanks to the 2020 pandemic when more individuals showed an interest in plant-based products. Simply because more people are worried about their health nowadays, especially due to the pandemic. In United States grocery stores, plant-based product sales were up to 114% compared to previous years. The two most popular brands are the Impossible Burgers and the Beyond Burgers. According to Tasting the Future, by 2024, the plant-based meat industry is projected to be worth $484.3 billion. This is thanks to its sustainability and health benefits. So we started with hard kombucha, went to plant-based. Now we're going back to the alcohol scene, people, okay? So we're going to be talking about boxed wines. Another rise in popularity of a product thanks to the pandemic is boxed wines. During this time, boxed wines are appealing because of the rise in quality and low price point. Plus, it doesn't hurt that their main demographic are individuals in their 20s, thanks to their marketing techniques appealing to the younger generation. And me personally, I like boxed wines. I don't prefer boxed wines because I do like the whole experience of opening up the cork and you know what I mean? That whole experience of popping the cork out of the wine and putting it back in, but it is such a pain in the butt. So sometimes when you're just not feeling like doing that and going through that whole experience, you just want a nice boxed wine, you know, something real simple that you can pour out and just leave in your refrigerator and it'll, you know, you just call it good. So let's dive into the world of CBD. Let's go from alcohol to CBD. So a particular product called Copadia and is an essential oil that has a woody, a woodsy kind of flavor and is similar to that of CBD oil that has numerous health benefits. So some of the many uses are to treat inflammation, chronic pain, anxiety, and it helps reduce blemishes on the skin. According to Elizabeth Moscow from Food Business News, 
Cafadia can be a competitor to CBD in food and beverage products. This is most likely to occur because one of its main selling factors is it is more affordable compared to most major CBD oils. An interesting trend that they touched on as well were ghost kitchens, also known as dark kitchens. They're a new innovative way of dining, especially amongst the pandemic. The whole design is delivery only. There's no area to order or dine in, so it's all digital featuring food from various restaurants and brands, an individual can order from a ghost kitchen from platforms such as DoorDash, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. This new innovative restaurant idea is thanks to the impact of COVID-19, suggesting that many local restaurants who have struggled during this, pe- during this time will potentially be reopened as ghost kitchens for, for the-, the near foreseeable future. Continuing on with the food world, we're going to be talking about meal kits. Oh my gosh, where to begin with meal kits? They're on the rise. Everyone has heard of Blue Apron and HelloFresh, but there are so many other options out there. During 2020, particularly, we saw the rise of food kits due to many individuals not wishing to leave their homes, even to go to the grocery store. I personally have tried a fairly affordable meal kit service called Every Plate. Every plate is said to be one of the more affordable meal kit services with their meals being $4.99. And for my first box, I actually just finished my first box. I got three meals for two servings. So it mainly feeds two people, but I just saved the second serving for my, you know, lunch the next day. My first box was only $20. And then after your first box, your next two boxes are 20% off. So far, I have really enjoyed every plate and I would definitely order from there again. I have skipped for the next two weeks, but I already have everything picked out on the app for the next delivery and, you know, what I particularly would like. There are, of course, other meal kits, but I chose to try every plate due to their affordability and simple meals. Other meal kits include include Blue Apron, Home Chef, HelloFresh, Sun Basket, and Marley Spoon by Martha Stewart. You see, meal kits are on the rise so much that Martha Stewart has to dip her toe in, you know, like throw her stone into the fire. I think that's the expression. I don't know. <laughs> Hello, this is Elizabeth. During the editing of this particular episode and... I just realized that it is throw your hat into the ring. More people are just embracing healthier habits. Forbes predicted that in October 2020, that a massive change would be seen. The change was a rise in healthy, sustainable, and environmentally friendly eating. Due to COVID-19, many individuals are choosing to take a deeper look at the food they are consuming and how it affects their overall body health. This has made people start reading labels closer and educating themselves about certain ingredients. A recent study done by the International Food Information Council found that 54% of grocery customers care more about the healthfulness of their food and beverage choices in 2020 compared to 2010. Even after the pandemic has subsided, many people will continue with their healthy food choices as it affects their future. 
And I think, I personally think as a health and life coach that that is wonderful to hear, especially because I feel like in the early 2000s and 2010s, this is just my own personal opinion as a health and life coach from a holistic standpoint. I feel we got very lazy. We got very comfortable. We loved the convenience of fast food, of pre-cooked meals from the grocery store. And, you know, we just neglected our health. And so many individuals in the United States and all around the world, but particularly the United States, have become morbidly obese. And that has had a huge impact on not only their health, but how the vaccine has affected them, how they've been affected by COVID potentially. It just has so many moving parts. So no wonder people are choosing to get healthier this year, to actually take a hard look in the mirror and reflect on their lifestyle, you know, including myself. Yes, I am a health and life coach, but there's so many things that we could be doing that benefit ourselves. We are not perfect. We are only human as well. You know, so yes, I have gone out for ice cream. You know, I actually went out for a banana milkshake from Sonic today, you know, because I choose to live my life. I choose to not deprive myself and I don't see it as indulging. I see it as me treating myself and, you know, just living life and eating in moderation. That is the key, moderation. No, we shouldn't be going out every single day and eating fast food and spending our hard-earned dollars. You know, we should be cooking at home more like they used to in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, you know. But over the years, we have gotten very busy. We've gotten lazy. Okay, let's just call it like it is. We as Americans have gotten lazy and comfortable. And we need to just be healthier, not only for our family and friends, but for ourselves, you know, you should want to live well into your 70s and 80s, you know, hopefully even 90s. But, you know, it depends on your way of living. It depends on genetics, of course. But I do think that the way you live has an impact on the on your lifespan. I feel as if individ if individuals invested time and money into themselves and energy into themselves, they would be much more healthier, happier, and just enlightened about everything. So that is what I will be personally working on this year. I'm going to be dedicating more time to myself for my health. And so far, my challenge to myself is to wake up at 6.15, 6.30 every single morning in order to get a leg up on the day in order to feel productive and actually feel like I have accomplished something instead of just running around like a chicken with my head cut off, doing things for everyone else and not doing anything that serves me, that is beneficial only towards me, you know? And I've been finding it very, very successful so far, waking up at 6.15, 6.30 and actually doing things that benefit only me and no one else because it is very fulfilling to me, actually accomplishing things early on during the day because it kickstarts your whole day and you have such a positive outlook on the rest of your day because of it. And in order 
to do this in order to wake up earlier. I do have to go to bed around 10 30 11 o'clock and I know that doesn't work for some people but figure out how many hours of sleep you personally need how many hours of sleep actually give you energy for me it's around seven hours of sleep so that's how I'm able to do that for some other people I know that some people thrive off of like four hours of sleep which oh my gosh can you imagine running on four hours of sleep going to bed at midnight and waking up at 4 a.m and just feeling so refreshed and so okay and just having that energy throughout the day until midnight hits again you know I mean I feel like if I did that on a consistent basis even if I only did that for one week I would have to take two naps during the day at least two naps you know so I applaud the people who are able to sleep only four hours and there are also other individuals who need to sleep you know eight to nine hours a day and that's completely fine too you need to find out what works best for you and your body because during the night during your sleep pattern during your sleep schedule your body heals itself your brain rests and restores itself your body goes into detox you know and cleans itself out there's so many benefits to sleeping so Find what works best for you and stick with it. Now, this is just what has worked best for me, you know, particularly waking up early in the morning and doing things for myself just to feel more productive and not consumed by what everybody else wants, you know, but find what works best for you and stick with it because this is your life. You only get one shot at it. So why not wake up, feel productive, feel energized and happy and do things for yourself because most likely, more likely than not, you're the only person who's going to do things for you. You can't control other people. Other people cannot read your mind. It is nice when they do things for you, but you shouldn't expect them to. You are only in control of you. So why not treat yourself with kindness? Help yourself every single day to improve. So that is the message that I will leave you all off with. Again, I am the Colorado health coach, Elizabeth King. Remember to drink your water this thirsty Thursday and every single day until we meet again. I hope you all have a great day, week, rest of the year, and I will see you next time. Bye.